Welcome back to NELP's Young Professional Network podcast, Growing in the Green Industry. Today's podcast is powered by our Young Professional Network partner, Steel. Steel makes a full line of gasoline battery powered outdoor power equipment for the demanding landscape professional. Find yours at steelusa.com. Your hosts today include myself, Brett Lemke with RM Landscape, Neil Glatt with Grow the Bench, Mile Paris with Include Software. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Well, how are you, Brett? Well, we're good. What's up, guys? Sorry I missed last week. You know, those meetings uh, ran long and fast, and I just felt like, wow. I that. Meeting life, right? It's just jumping from one meeting to the next meeting. No, totally good. It was just one of those days. I'm sorry. I just just needed to get out there and apologize. I felt bad. I was listening to the podcast. I was like, oh, you guys had so much fun. You know, we had new mics. We had, there's so many new things that I missed out on. There was. It, we, we'll, <laughs> it was a little you, sad. You're ready to jump back into it. And you can, now so you can ready. get Neil's new mic and everything too, so. And guess what I get to do today? I get to introduce our guest. That's it. That's it. You miss a, you miss yes. a podcast, you have to do the work. That's the rules. Yeah. So. I can't, I can't do the fun thing. Welcome back, you know. So anyways, um, so let me get the introduction here. So. Uh, we have David Grover, who is a branch manager of Pacific Landscape Management in Oregon, where he leads the company's development of water conservation services. Uh, they're a winner of the irrigation installation. Uh, oh, he is the winner of the irrigation installation competition at NCLC. He is a passionate and experienced landscape and water management professional with robust technical training and skill. He holds a degree in horticulture from Oregon State University and is a professional and a professional certification from the Irrigation Association. We also have Jen, who needs no introduction on the call as well. So uh, welcome, welcome. David, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, especially coming off this last week. It's hard not to have tons of energy. So yeah, no, thanks for asking. Fantastic. Uh, And Jen, how are you? I will mirror David's words. You know, it's, it's always exhausting after NCLC, but you're just riding the high of the students and the faculty and then all the industry professionals who make time even during their busiest season to come to this awesome event. Y'all, That's great. Y'all did a nice also, job, with, uh, I think, with just the photos and the Instagram piece and, and keeping those that couldn't go in touch. And so that I appreciate that from uh, from being there and, and, you know, the feeling not being there, this is, that was really helpful. So thank you all. Thank you to the NELP team for putting, putting a lot of photos out there. Also, David, is it Dave or is it David? What do you prefer? Either or, I mean, people call me either one. I don't, I don't, I don't prefer one over the other. So <laughs> I, I call him, I call him David when we're ripping down a mountain skiing together. So you just scream, David, slow down, man. Or David hit that, hit that. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's cool. Oh yeah, that's right. You do ski. Oh man. It's been, yeah. Um, anyways, we'll stand topic. I'm going to get distracted. <laughs> so um, what's on the docket today? We're going to talk about NTLC. That seems like a big thing. Maybe cover some recruiting. Um, the recruiting season, you mentioned that before I'm going to call Brett. What else we, uh, what else should we cover today? You know, I'm excited just to hear how it went there um, for our listeners that just, Maybe a little bit of a, a little background to it, Dave, if you could, but just what, um, you know, what the event was and where and, um, and, and sort of the big, the big takeaways from your perspective. Yeah, sure. Um, 
So those that are unfamiliar with the event, it's uh, NCLC, which stands for National Collegiate Landscape Competition. Um, and it was held at Mississippi State University this year. Um, and I, I think I need to, before we jump in too far, I need to eat a big piece of humble pie. Um, because as I was up on the stage, I, you know, I thank Mississippi State University for putting on the event. Um, but I um, ignorantly called, you know, shout, shout, give a shout out to the department there. And I called them the, the horticulture department. They're actually the landscape architecture department. So um, that was just a big assumption that I made. Um, but, uh, you know, Tim Shawwecker there and Jason Walker and all the students and all the faculty there at Mississippi State um, that, that helped put this event on, um, did an incredible job. Um, and, uh, you know, I think they were incredibly proud to, um, to kind of show off what they've got going on down, down there at Mississippi State. Um, but Mississippi State is located in Starkville, Mississippi, which has grown to be, I think, kind of a special place in, in my heart, as well as I've, uh, visited, um, that, that town a few different times. But, uh, yeah, the event, um, basically is, uh, you know, and I mentioned in the opening ceremonies, I, I believe it, it's more than really a competition and for students to show off their skills and place and get prizes. It's it's really for a lot of students, I believe they're like initiation into what NALP is all about um, and kind of get some exposure in, into NALP. Um, and there's a lot more just than the competition. There's a career fair. So there's students that um you know, show up and talk with industry professionals. There's a bunch of companies from around the nation um, looking to uh, hire interns, hire people that are um, graduating um, this spring um, for full-time employment. Um, and then just a ton of networking that happens. And I think that's kind of the, you know, one of the, uh, the neatest parts of this event is connecting students to the industry um, because um, there's a lot of uh, opportunities out there for students and um, a lot of, you know, great professional opportunities um, out there as well. And so um, this is a way for students really to kickstart their career, um, I believe. So um, for our listeners who may have no idea what this is, just so really to summarize, it's a competition like where students can compete like with like actual tasks, right? Like setting out irrigation or laying pavers or running equipment et cetera, et cetera. Um, but also there's a job fair aspect where companies all over the nation do and should come if you don't come uh, to recruit these students. And then also, like you said, it's just time for students to get to know each other, right? And to meet people in industry. Nice. Um, and your, in your experience, did you walk away with any friends that you met at that, um, at that event when you were in it, David? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, um, so the first year, I attended. I I knew a bit about the event. I didn't really know what it, you know what was all entailed in it, other than it was a competition, and I heard about competitive events. But um, you know, when when I showed up, I was kind of a late minute add to our team when I was in school, um, and um, and I just kind of picked up some events, what was left, basically, what no one else wanted to do. Um, I. I didn't know a lot of people on the team. I was a sophomore in college in my second year. So, you know, I hadn't taken a lot of focus classes and within, um, you know, landscape or horticulture, um, mostly doing a lot of my back core. And so I didn't, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of involvement um, 
in, in the focus at school. And so it was a unique opportunity for me to connect with like, you know, other, other students that were in my focus and, um, and get to know them a little bit. And I still keep up with them, you know, or, or a number of them today, um, which is, which is great. And even work with, <laughs> um, with, with a few. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it's a great, place to connect and, and build and deepen relationships, um, not just with your team, but um, with other teams. Um, it, it, it's, it's really cool. So David, you now are the chair of this event. I think that's been, it looked like that was a the handed off to you this year. So that's exciting. Um, and, and Jen, you work with the foundation, but then also help uh, keep this event um in the right direction and the logistics of and and in the spirit right so uh you know thrilled that they nlp has you as a, a student that participated a chair of the event and now on the nlp side so that's really cool what uh what was your big big takeaways from uh from this past week uh you know this is our 47th year and and brent you know this too because you were also a former competitor in this event and a former chairperson of this event right it's like the, Olymp <laughs> right. Oh, right. the olympian yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Right. My, my famous part is fourth place in trencher operation fourth place i don't know how far away is from third but it pissed me off man i had that one figured out i thought so uh, it, it was way better than my business management class with uh, competition, which I was, I won't even tell you the place that one came in. So. <laughs> but I'm running a business. I got a business, so it don't matter. Go ahead, Jen. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, Brett actually came in right after me. So we worked together and I trained him and, and uh, I, I still owe him one because his first one as chair was 2010 and a few months before we were set to go there, I called and said, well, I'm having a baby. So. I'm not going to be there. I hope oh, yeah. that <clears throat> still, I'm still trying to get my voice back from this past week. I said, I hope that's okay. I'm here if you need me. And of course he crushed it and, and went on um, and then passed it on, you know, to our, our good friend, Ed Ferner as our next chair. And it really is this uh, it's pretty exciting to think that all of our former chairs for the last going back like 20 years plus are all still involved in the industry. And we still see a lot of them on a regular basis at different events. There were several of them at the event this year. Um, that's a really fun and um, honored family for me to be part of. I love that. Um, and, you know, I went as a student in 99 and it changed my life. And now I'm very lucky to be on the staff side. And, you know, this is definitely the harder side, <laughs> you know, being the one to lead the team that's managing all the details. But, you know, we have a, a fantastic team that has, um, internally at uh, the, the team that supports the event has grown over the last few years and that has just made the event better. And Brett, your, your original question was, what did I really take away from this year? I think last year we were kind of, it had been a few years because of COVID to happen in person. So last year we were like, let's just, we just want this to happen. So we were just kind of taking the, the event as it was in 2019 and having it in 22 and trying some new things, but a, a very similar event. So this year felt a little more confident. It was definitely going to happen. So we were able to step back and say, what new things do we want to bring or how do we want to tweak this? And, and one of the things I've been working on is trying to get more new schools. We're always trying to work to get more new schools too. Um, NCLC, but we had a couple first time schools that came this year uh, and then we had, I think, five schools that hadn't been in a few years that returned. And 
So that for me was really exciting. And then um, I think for these students, so many of them, it's their first time traveling out of state. It's their first time being on an airplane. It's their first time traveling on a trip with a group of people and not with their family. <laughs> and so it, it really is a big deal. And I try to, you know, I've been going to this event in some fashion or been involved since the late 1900s, um, as my daughter says, but trying to take a step back and think, you know, what did this mean to me when I was there as a student? How did it impact my life? And trying to, as I get older and older, still put myself back in those shoes and, and realize that they're going to be wowed and we want to wow them. And, you know, we, we've really upped the production value of our opening and closing ceremony. And it's kind of like a concert atmosphere and celebration. And, and we really kind of honed in the messaging this year on celebrating these students. And David said in his opening uh, remarks that, you know, you're, you're a winner for being there. Yes, there's the competition, the career for the network, but just the fact that you are here, that you've practiced and made the time and are, in a lot of cases, giving up your spring break, just that you're here is huge. And that, you know, this is the first time that you're getting involved with NELP, but we're here for you every step of your career. And welcome, welcome. The green industry is for everyone. We want you in it. Welcome. And and that's kind of the, the theme that went through the week was, you know, inclusion, acceptance, caring, and that was just awesome. And yes, the competition's happening. And yes, you know, that's kind of hardcore in some cases and people want to win, but it was more of a, you know, that us kind of wrapping our arms around all of them and saying, come on in. Um, we want you here. And that for me is that's the most important thing about this event is that people feel like they're wanted and included. So for employers who are looking to um, recruit these this next generation of students, right? This is really the best opportunity to kind of collectively hear their viewpoint. I'm curious, what what have you observed that's changed or what's the new um, desires in the workplace or or in the industry in the, you know, 10 or 20 years since you all uh, first attended this as a student? Did you think anybody handed out paper resumes? I mean, I used to have a photo on my, my paper resume. I don't know if that's still a thing or not. Maybe it's different. David, um, you, you you had a booth too, David, right? So you 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 had a little bit of both exposure there. What what was your perspective? Well, yeah, and I, I with some of my duties, I wasn't really um, around the the booth um, a whole lot. Um, our our own booth, but um, yeah, I just I think the the professionalism has definitely you know elevated um, over the years. Um, you know, there there's a variety of you know, differences between students that are, that are there, but the, more and more, the students that are coming are, are super prepared, super professional. They're dressed up. They got their resumes. They, you know, they got a QR code, to, you know, scan to learn a little bit more about them to get their contact information. And, and even employers that are there are elevating their games um, and doing things like that as well. So just the industry, the students um, on a whole, it, and it's it's become way more professional, um, which which is great. Um, we we want our industry to continue to to become more and more professional and 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 share with the world that this is a professional industry because I think um, you know a lot of times like kids may not be encouraged by their parents to go into this you know this this sort of work because 
it's viewed as, you know, um, maybe not the best type of a profession uh, and not very professional. And, and we need to, we need to change that perception. So, and, and I think people coming and, and seeing this event, you know, I was, I was sharing as much as I could. I'm not a big social media person, but I was sharing as much as I could um, and post into my Instagram and, and Facebook and LinkedIn about this event. Um, because I think just seeing the photos and hearing the stories, um, people start to have a different different view on, on, on what we're all about. Yeah, and I would mirror David's comments. I was going to say the professionalism of the students is really what has elevated um, over time. And the students, um, the, the, the questions they ask mm -hmm. um, always really impress me, how much they already know about the industry um, while still in school. I certainly think back, I'm like, did I know that much? I'm pretty sure I didn't. Uh, th that impresses me. And then the, the focus on building their network. You know, I, I years ago, I find the career fair was more like truly just hunting for a job and maybe a potential other job in the future. But there's some, you know, that are there that are, you know, already have a job or maybe going back to their their family business and they're there to build their network, which we need to support too. Because I, I hear success stories all the time from industry that attend that that say, I hired so-and-so and I met them three years ago at NCLC when they were building their network. And I think that's one of the most attractive things about our industry is this community of people that we have um, and, you know, welcoming them, welcoming them into our network just helps them another way that we make them feel included and, and get them in the family. And also like it provides um, a national footprint for you to expand your network because I know that it, it depends on like what location you're in. Right. I mean, I know like DC area has a pretty strong local um, presence, like with, the landscaping companies that are around there, but I don't know what it's like across the, the country, but there's people like, I'm sure in Mississippi, I might be assuming here, but like, I'm sure like there's not something like a huge strong local association, like in each city or region. So like this provides students access to people that have different talents and um, different talents and like experiences, right? That they would never even be able to consider if they didn't talk to the people. And I'm just looking back as a student, that's what like blew my mind is just like more of like the opening up possibility that you wouldn't even consider, right? Yeah. Well, the, the connection points uh, have grown, I think, over the years too. So as an employer now, um, you know, they're coming, I think students are coming to this and they know who they want to talk to. But and if you can't go to this level of recruiting, um, you can support a local team. Um, and we've done that in the past. And so that we could help fundraise and then through the through those connections uh you get to know the students uh, and they get to go have that experience and there's a uh, i know a number of companies are going but not necessarily having a booth set up but they're just working around getting a feel for the space and then you know eventually they got to have a more of a bigger presence but it is about just uh talking through and learning um the many different ways that you could connect and you know there used to be there's a lot of social parts of that there's a lot of uh coordinated efforts that could happen in and outside the event and um uh I, it's got to be on the calendar of that 12 month sort of uh recruiting calendar you know this is a big opportunity especially if you're part of a large organization um or if you have a strong community engagement so i it's great to see some new schools participating um i love that i saw that the cheer was won by a new school that looked really they had a pretty wild cheer Who, yeah what, that? that 
was our that was our um, Tuskegee University is the first ever historically black college or university to attend NCLC. Yeah. So yeah. that's been part of our outreach. Um, we're working closely with Steve Bromell from Pro Cutters in the Atlanta area. He's on our foundation board. Um, so he and his team have been really focused on reaching out to HBCUs that they have relationships with. And um, Tuskegee, coincidentally, Claire Goldman, um, who's on our NELP board, she and her um, husband, Charlie, own and operate R&R Landscape in Auburn, Alabama. She had reached out um, to Tuskegee because they were local um, to her. And so they kind of teamed up in different ways. And then myself stepping in as the um, kind of NLP lead for NCLC to here's what the school cheer is and you need a banner, you know, here, let's mm-hmm. review the schedule, right? So we all came together and they brought, they don't have a standard horticultural landscape program. They have some, you know, kind of agronomy and some, you know, things that kind of touch that a little bit. Um, but we got them there and they, they showed up in these awesome team shirts um, with our, our logo on the NCLC logo on the back. And they, they came into opening, they had their cheer ready to go. And, you know, David was on, on stage for this and his, <laughs> we are navigating this, but we always, the school cheers, all the schools go, we narrow down to, to the top four, they all go again. And then we pick a winner. Um, well, we have a very, we have a strict rule that you can't go over 20 seconds because we, that's the only way we get it all done. And I've told, we've told the judges at John Deere, you know, if they get over 20 seconds, just eliminate them. And, don't consider them for the top four. We don't call them out. We just don't consider them. And Tuskegee went over a bit and they weren't picked for the top four. And then when they weren't announced in the top four, the whole arena booed and said, you know, like they had the best, they deserve to be in there. And, and David's on stage and Chad Carney from John Deere on stage and they're looking at me. I'm like, just put him in. And David's like, you said 20 seconds. Yeah. And, uh, and then they, we brought him into the top five, David. I mean, he did an amazing job. You know, he's already his first year as chair. And I know he's got these nerves. You would never have known. And he said, okay, this year for the first time, it's a top five. And Tuskegee got included. And then Everyone won again. And I mean, the the applause, I mean, even the other four teams that were in the top five were cheering louder for Tuskegee and they won and then, you know, got to come on stage to get their check. And I mean, it was a moment I will never forget. I mean, talk about feeling included. Um, and I mean, they earned it. They earned every bit of it. But the the way that they were embraced, I can't even imagine, you know, coming to this event, you know, like almost nothing you know, Claire and Pro Cutters and, and Jen and NLP have been good to you, but you don't know everybody else there or what to expect. And you make the journey, you get there, you do your cheer, and then, you know, then you're on stage mm-hmm. getting celebrated. And, and the professor, Dr. Kumi, I talked to him after, and he said, this has been crazy. I'm walking around the career fair. Everybody wants to talk to me <laughs> and our students. And I've told our students, stay focused and, you know, and just... Yeah, you can tell I'm still like we're and David, I don't know if you have anything to add to that. You were well, yeah. I think I think it's interesting as as you're talking, I was just thinking, you know, you highlighted the fact that even the other four schools that were up there and selected as the top four were like cheering on and wanting, you know, Tuskegee to win. And I think that that as you said that, it, it really made me kind of reflect and think that it's kind of a beautiful, I think, representation of like our industry in general. And I think the culture that surrounds NALP, because even on the professional side and and those that are, you know, in the industry working, you know, individuals from companies come to whether it's Elevate or R&R or, 
NCLC, you know, the events that we have and, and really like you, we just kind of drop the fact that, you know, some of us are competitors with one another's and, and really just kind of embrace the community and believe that, Hey, if, if I can, you know, reach out to this friend that's here, even though they might be a competitor, but we work together on, you know, on bettering the industry that if we can share and better the industry and maybe even share some of the best practices we have or, or challenges that we had, it, it's good for everybody. And so I think we saw that on display um, there with the next generation of the industry of really cheering on Tuskegee and, you know, wanting them, you know, obviously recognizing them for their great cheer, but also wanting them to have just this incredible, you know, experience there um, because that was just going to, that's just going to make that event better for, for, for the years to come. So it was, it was, it was really special. Yeah. Yeah. And we also had this year, our first ever team um, of differently abled students um, and they were from um, Alamance, Community, Alamance Community College Career College um, Horticulture Program. So Alamance has their their program and, the, and the, the wonderful woman that runs the Career College was actually a, a former student from Alamance Community College. And then she has come back to run the, the Career College side of things. And so they had five students and she said um, that for them, for, for most of them, it was their first time like many of our students, first time traveling away from family and being on a plane. And, you know, she said with her students for most, um, they don't get that opportunity um, in, in a lot, you know, in their life. And so to be able to, you know, feel included in that way. Um, and they, you know, competed in several events and, you know, they, they crushed it. And, you know, we at NALP and we think about the, the green industry or the landscape and lawn care industry, we say a lot, it's for everyone. We, there's a home for everybody here. And I think this year with the, the new schools that we had and just the, the, the theme of caring and inclusion running through everything, it's, we were living that, that motto that we have of the green industry is for everybody. Well, I enjoy, I enjoy that, those stories. And, um, and, and I think, again, it goes out to our listeners to how you connect with those that are just beyond this, the landscape management you know, diploma or interest, right? I mean, I guess I always say, Neil, you're the poster child, right? You didn't have a clue what the hell snow or landscape was. And then now here you are um, consulting in that space. And uh, and so to be able to reach into, like if we have students listening to other programs, I mean, part of me as a curiosity was like, if I was, if I didn't know anything about horticulture, but I came to this and I understand sales and business practices and we have, um, you know, career fairs and an industry that I'm curious about, like sign up and go and explore it. And yeah, there's a, a part of that also is, you know, if you want to take the plan ID course, you could study for that if you, if you're the interest, but it is, uh, it is broadening up and, and it offers a great deal more perspective and, uh, uh, and, and a great way to, to just to be considerate of the industry. So, uh, Hort clubs and uh, we've had high school teams gone in the past through FFA. I don't know if that happened this year at all, if there's any of those that participated, but it's just how do we continue to share uh, this event as a, a launch pad for those that are interested or curious about this industry? And I guess the stories this year says that you could be just brand new to this and you're going to learn a lot more, never even thought of it and, and look at how you can participate pretty quickly. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, and I heard from a current standpoint, the winner, uh, like just with this year's, the winner of it was uh, who? Uh, Kaya Nogas. 
Cuyahoga. And um, and where are they out of? They're out of Ohio. Yeah, Cleveland area. Cleveland area. And uh, for those that would track, you know, not, not unlike the NCAA, this is probably the next thing that's tracked the most, like who wins uh, NCLC the most. And it's uh, been some other big power, powerhouse schools um, in the past. And so this has been great to see, uh, see a, a new champion of sorts. I'm a little disappointed. I didn't see any reference on the sports betting apps though to those. So I think there's an opportunity there. For... Yeah, yeah I, I, we'll, we'll start that up. I, we'll, we'll start the bracket next year. We could do a bracket for, uh, for NCLC and see how that, uh, that plays through. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see any pools, any office pools happening um, for this. So that, that'll be our next step, I guess, for marketing. It takes us away, though, if like, because we've done some sponsorships, but then I'll be, I can't sponsor and then bet against them, right? Like, then there's some cahoots. I think there's a problem. <laughs> I mean, it's happened in all the other major sports, but maybe not this one. Yeah, but I'll maybe, I'll maybe elaborate a little bit on Cuyahoga. I think, I think it's a cool story. Um, and, you know, at least, you know, when I was a student competing, I, I felt like, you know, we never had a chance as a school to like, you know, even place in the top 10, let's say, um, because there were so many programs that had more, you know, student involvement and just, um, you know, they were powerhouses, like you said, um, Brett. And, um, but I think uh, Cuyahoga, and it's, it's no fluke that they won. It's very, there's obviously been a lot of energy and intentionality around, um, you know, building that program to where it is and where it got to this year. Um, but I think it's, you know, it, it, it's a great story that can inspire other programs, other teams to continue to, to build on what they accomplished this year. And like, look, we can, you know, we can win it one day. And so I think it's, it, it, it's, it's a really cool, cool thing to see them take that trophy. I think they took second last year. They were super close. Um, but, uh, but they've just remained hyper-focused on, on, on their goal of, of, taken it home and they did this year which I'm, I'm incredibly happy for them so. how messy was the final uh the final planting competition that's all it was real muddy over there man it was i didn't see the one last year at nc state i was busy judging but i i think it was similar uh <laughs> it's the last year's i was gonna say gen, second year yeah jen we we went by there a few times like earlier on in the day kind of checking it out you know kind of worried about oh we had all this rain and the plots looked relatively decent there were a few that were you know not so great and we there was a couple that we were able to throw out um because we had a few additional ones of like the worst ones but i think what what we found was on a lot of these plots the water and the rain that had come you know was just sitting underneath that freshly tilled plot and as soon as they started <laughs> walking around it and digging uh, mm -hmm. a lot of them quickly turned into you know uh mud soup um and uh but you know the the student competitors were fierce they didn't you know i didn't see many that were like flustered and and, and or gave up they just they remained focused and and had fun with it. And that's really, I mean, what this event is all about as well. It's just, it, it's going through the motions, getting the experience and having fun. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, we, we saw lots of smiles um, on people's faces that were completely covered in mud and, um, you know, just sharing the stories of past events that were, you know, just as muddy. Um, and, and we have more memories and stories to share um, in future years after, after this one. So. Yeah, I had a young lady from a school come to the final 
you know, to kind of check in tables they were wrapping and she was head to toe mud and still had this huge smile on her face, um, just having the best time. And yeah, at NC State, we we had, you know, we were having warnings coming through on our on our watches and our phones during opening ceremony on Thursday. I mean, it poured. And then Friday, you know, we were on a slope and the ones at the bottom are in these kind of knee deep mud pits. And this year we were on a kind of everyone was on this higher slope. But as David said, even the ones that didn't look muddy were muddy, not quite as bad as last year, but some mud. The funniest story I have from that is one of the ones down in the, in the real deep mud last year was Wilkes Community College. And it was three gentlemen from that school that were just covered. And it was one of the photos I know that we shared a lot after the event. We shared in our marketing this year, just, you know, full of mud, smile on their face, had the best time. Their team shirts this year were an outline of those three guys from last year in the mud. And then they wore those shirts and they were also in a muddy plot this year. And one was the same guy. And I saw him after. And, and the faculty member I work with, Donna Riddle said, Hey, this guy was in it last year. I was like, Oh, I know. <laughs> I remember. I even with, you know, I remember the <clears throat> seeing you right after. And, you know, we shared that photo everywhere. He goes, you did. I said, yeah, you and viral, man. It was everywhere. Um, and I said, you know, it's not, the irony is not lost on me that you're getting in the mud, wearing a shirt with your picture on the back of you in the mud. And he said, yeah, this is the best event ever. I love it so much. I couldn't wait. You know, he was the muddiest person last year. Couldn't wait to jump back in and be in the, the mud all over again this year. Just loved it. Yeah. Afterwards, I asked, I asked, you know, Phil Allen with BYU Provo where, where the event will be, you know, next year of hey, do we, uh, you know, do you have a good spot that, you know, maybe won't be, you know, it's well drained that we can do the landscape install because it'll be tough to, you know, have this maybe a mud bowl three years in a row. But, you know, I think there may be some um, disappointment from some of the <laughs> some, some of the competitors if it isn't a mud bowl, because I'll tell you what, uh, they look like they're having the time of their life <laughs> when they're covered head to toe in mud. Um, so it's fun. Yeah. It, it's uh, the, those, pardon me, those stories are are the best of it, right? And those are what remember through. And as I get together with, you know, former classmates time from time from that event, you, it's that's what sticks out. Um, and while we all had got internships or, and I, I think a few of them, you know, got place and are still with their those people's today there's uh you want the you want the wild stories and the fun stories that come that come out of that piece there so this is uh, I, I enjoy and, and for any of our listeners that participate or have been you know, this has been an enjoyable conversation around the ideas just the, to hear the stories um and so Provo next year same time all right and it's generally snow less snow and pro maybe it's a snow one right and that's happened a few times for us so why, why <laughs> you gotta say that brett <laughs> well as, as true as it is for landscapers weather always has is the you know is that that's that always a team member and it either hurts you or it helps you so it, it, it's but it's always how it's our life and we know that part mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's really well, kind of what, what what makes it real right it's like that's a reality of working in the landscape industry. Like, you know, we can't control the weather yet. It's, it's so kind of um, important and imperative to what we do and and can, you know, 
yeah, can throw a wrench in things or help us and, but we got no control over it. So, um, and those competitors, you know, they, they stepped up and faced the adversity and, and, uh, yeah, approached it like, uh, like true professionals. Well, I would have very much liked to go against Neil and like sales presentation. I think I would have, I think I would have put you to it, Neil. You wouldn't have got me on that one. It was design, build, sales presentation. So that's where I think we would have got because you had a name of plant and you would have been out. I would have been out. Yep. Last yeah. place for sure. That's so, what it is. But if it was service selling, then that that could have been a that could have been a different game. So uh, I'm glad. Um, and actually, it, uh, I continue to always wonder. Like, I'd love to like run into people that were in like that year, and then like, oh, I remember you competing. And where are they now? Kind of stories, and I'm sure we've got some really fun stories in in that piece too. So, um, well, you, cool. You, I, I what, you just start okay. up like the the senior collegiate landscaping competition, Brent, to just go redeem yourself. <laughs> yeah, twenty yeah, years no, later. No, <laughs> my uh, my my dislike for mud says you know that probably won't happen in that one. And, <laughs> Um, uh, yeah i i had to also do the tree <laughs> board culture techniques and you had to throw the, the 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 ball up for the belaying line up into the tree and man, i didn't i did all right with that one but that was a pain in the butt so um it, it it i quickly realized where my path was as a you know as a landscape professional will go towards strategy and planning and uh, sales versus the technical parts which there's a lot better people there than me on that. That's for sure. Um, the senior NCLC, SNCLC, uh, you already hear first, that it's going to be more of like, they put you in a room with a conference table and say, okay, you have a disgruntled employee. Uh, <laughs> okay, the next one is that uh, you have a worker's comp plane. Yeah. Why are you not <laughs> certified in NLP for oh. safety? You know, that's like, it's like all like those kind of issues, I, I would say. The boring yeah. ones, and all we would do is just say, "Let's have right. another It'd be real fun, meeting. right? Yeah, <laughs> you you win by table this? Yeah, yeah. You win by making more meetings. That's that's the life ahead of you all. <laughs> yeah, the winner, the winner, the winner is the one who says, "Can we circle? Can we circle back to this?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Are we gonna have age brackets for this senior NCLC, like they do with marathons yeah. and such? It's gonna be like the live golf yeah. tour where nobody really cares. Everybody's gonna perform poorly. You just go out there, try not to get too hurt. You know. Um, hey man, you, you pay me like those kind of numbers, I'll come back out of retirement, right? Shoot, I'll, I'll. it's like playing. It's it's the pickleball equivalent of um of the landscape competition. You know, it's not quite tennis, but you know, you're still getting out there being social. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I will say that I know that um, in the hardscape industry and in the concrete world, they are doing, you know, professional competitions. And so there is these kind of spaces for it. If you really fall in love with this, you know, always continue to look out there. Even Caterpillar at a time did a whole, op, you know, this big heavily marketed operator, like global operator competition. And so the the idea of a profession um, becoming a you know a hobby and something that you can make and compete with for fun or for money, right? It's just uh, you know it's no different than the pro level sports. We as what we do with landscape professionals, there's a way to to have some fun with it too. Just like our sponsor, Steel, with timber sports. That's it. That's it. Yep. Right. Just chopping a you're just chopping a block, right? Why is that so cool? No, that is pretty damn cool. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. 
Well, thank you, uh, Jen and David. So you all are familiar with this uh, This at the end here. So we do a rose and thorn. And so, uh, Jen, why don't you kick it off? What, uh, what's what been your rose and thorn? Um, I think my rose, this might seem like the easy way out, but I think it's a successful NCLC event and all the great stories coming out of this year as we do every year and uh, being home. Um, I don't have a thorn this week. I'm going to, I'm going to pass on the thorn. Sweet. David, how about you? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, my rose is, you know, yeah, I mean, there's so many roses to pick from, um, over the last week. I mean, it was a highly successful event, but I think, and Jen has shared this with you. I think one of my, the greatest roses that came out of last week happened at the very end of the trip as I was traveling home. Um, the Williamson, um, uh, college of trades. I hope I'm got the name at least somewhat correct there. Um, in Pennsylvania, they, they were on my flight from, uh, the golden triangle regional airport there to, um, Atlanta. And then we went our separate ways there. But when I was on the tram, I was talking to one of their student competitors and, and he asked me, he said, Hey, um, tell me a little bit about like, how, how did you get to this point to be the chairperson of the event? And I could tell he, the way he asked it wasn't necessarily like, Hey, I'm interested in your story per se, but it was more like the gears were turning in his head of like, that is really neat. I would love to be the chair of this event one day. And I kind of want to understand how to get more involved. And I thought, for me, that was like the greatest rose that, that, you know, maybe came from this week of if I did one thing and, and inspired one person to like, want to get involved in NALP, want to get involved in that, in that event, um, that, that, you know, that, that, that just really made me feel good at the end of a, a long week. And so I'm going to say that was my rose and, uh, yeah, thorn, not, not a lot. The weather was, you know, kind of a, a downer in, in ways, but everyone had fun with it. Um, you know, I think for me, it was just being away from my family for, you know, six days and missing them. I've got, you know, two little kids, but I was able to get home on Sunday and, and just pick up where we left off. And, and it was, it was great. So how about you, Neil? Well, not, not baseball, not baseball, but you can't say baseball. <laughs> that's literally all i have yeah. a lot of prepared so then i pass <laughs> all right share your baseball uh, yeah so we have been enjoying some great baseball with the world baseball classic oh, team usa true. versus right. team venezuela phenomenal game and uh hoping usa goes goes all the way um but two more games for that and then the thorn is nine days until opening day so you know all this hope of exciting meaningful baseball and then back to some but it's final spring training so it's not that big of a thorn Jesus. that's those are the only thing in my life right now i mean like yeah, work I, is great and yeah i'm billing more than i ever have and helping more people but I, who cares man it's baseball it's baseball okay. season all right priorities priorities fair enough miles how about you that's that's how, that's that's how, that's how you state your success you know like these are my priorities but you know i'm taking ass at work too so you know that's <laughs> good it's good this is how new operates you know casual Casual A play over here. Um, um, what's a rose for me? Well, um, guys, I don't really know. Um, it's a Monday, you know. It's a good Monday. It is a good Monday. That's my rose. 
And uh, we uh, we pushed out our product and we're continuing to like release our payments products. So that's been a huge stress relief at work, um, like a gigantic win, really. Um, and then um, Thorns, I think because the podcast happens on Monday, I don't really have any Thorns. So, um, that's it. That's a new move. We're gonna. We're just gonna. We're just gonna float it by. It isn't. It's good. It's good. I don't have to like think about it too much. Um, yeah. No. It's all. It's all good. Well, that's true. The, the week is. There's always hope on Monday. Oh, by Friday. I do have. I do have a good rose this weekend. I'm going out to Steamboat uh, to ski. Um, haven't been able to ski all season, which has been super not great. But um, going out for like four, five days, which will be. It's gonna be. Perfect. Um, jealous, jealous, yeah. man. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't been to Steamboat before. It's the first time. So, um, yeah, and I have a friend who has like a condo, like ski and ski and ski and ski house condo. So it's like a best kiss, you know, setup. Um, it's good. <laughs> well, I'll uh, I'll mimic the skiing. It's the end of the season, so my rose is a bit of a thorn too. It's the, the end of a season for us, um, but it was an epic season. So the combinations. I'll be uh, maybe a little bit more times out in the mountain, but hopefully uh, I'll be ready for spring and the, all the fun that that brings. Uh, and we have our kickoff. So it's sunny and not snowing in upstate New York today. So we're, uh, we're, we've got hope that spring is just around the corner uh, and that cycle begins. Um, so um, lots of, lots of parts to be excited about and, uh, and hope. And so, and then always the momentum coming out of uh, NCLC, uh, you just, there's just nothing to be but excited about what's ahead. So uh, appreciate the stories, um, the insight, and we hopefully for some of the listeners that want to learn more, there's our NLP's webpage, but certainly reach out to any of us uh, and David and, and Jen are very available. And uh, we look forward to seeing uh, this event continue to grow and be, a, be a, uh, one of the highlights of our, of our association. So thank you both. And thank you to our listeners. Uh, go USA, Neil, and, um, Miles just 20 footer. Get up, jump off something about 20 foot tall. Nothing, nothing, nothing. call it natural. Great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Well, thank you all. I'll Have a great it. week. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Later. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Thanks, Bye. Thanks, Bye. Thanks, Bye. Thanks, Bye.